Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and our PXG patriot, Pat Hackett. Welcome back to Leonard's Laser Show. We took another week off in between. I think this might be the way to do it every other week. So we have enough ammo. Actually kind of worked out pretty well because I feel like the PGA Tour has been staggering shit event, good event, shit event, good event. Um, and I really didn't want to recap the, the Honda at all. Um, this is the Players' Championship Preview the quote-unquote fifth major. With me, of course, I have the captain, Andrew Kaplan. <laughs> I am ready Love to go. It. Love players <laughs> week. Let's do it. Love it. Wow. As, I mean, is that your ringtone? Does that wake you up in the morning? It's my ringtone until the Masters starts. And then oh, okay. It's funny because I've been having a I've been having to write this report at 3:45 every day, and I set an alarm on my phone to remind me. And uh, one of the guys that sits next to us, um, he heard my alarm that it's the Masters ringtone. He goes, "Why am I not surprised?" <laughs> it's so, so that's I, honestly that's a it's a terrible alarm though because it's so soothing that it like doesn't doesn't give the reaction that you need for an alarm. Yeah, well. Because I already don't sleep well, I got John in the bed. It actually like wakes me up. It doesn't wake Hannah up, so it's actually kind of <laughs> good. But in the middle of the night, when I get the calls from Asia, I have the um, the Avengers ringtone. Yeah, much different. Um, that very much wakes me up. So, um, anyways, uh, we're we're almost two minutes in, and we haven't. <laughs> uh, the most the most important question is, what do you have in front of you? I got a black cherry white club tonight. Ooh, white club, nice. Let's hear it. Triple cracker. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you got today? I have some more high noons from my round uh, with Billy and Tazi and Dylan this weekend. I have a lime high noon. Very nice. Cheers. Cheers. All right. <clears throat> Let's start off with. So we're not going to recap the Honda. Uh, Seb Schraka won the best showing of our group. Um, one person had Shane Lowry, who had solo second. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> let's read. Let, yeah, I mean, the event sucks. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, um, uh, moving right along to this past week. So this past week was the... Um, why am I brain farting? What was this past week? Oh, Arna Palmer yeah. Invitational. For the king. For the king. Um big winner obviously Scotty Scheffler uh, he is the real deal holy field that's two wins in three events after going how many starts did they say 70 something starts 70. without a win yeah really amazing um, this vaults him to number five in the world in the OWGR um, how much of the golf did you watch any major things that really stuck out to you uh, so I watched almost the entire round on Sunday, a lot of it on Saturday, and a lot of it on Friday. So, pretty good enough. I think the biggest thing, which is funny because Bryson wasn't there to defend, but if you remember in his round last year, it had to be like almost towards the end. It was definitely on the back nine when he was winning the tournament and was in the bunker and couldn't get out of the bunker and yeah. said something to the effect of like these are the fucking worst bunkers on tour yeah and they clearly did absolutely nothing to fix that problem 
yes, the amount I think of fried eggs were incredible. It's 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 really remarkable that we're starting a recap by saying that Bryson Shambo has actually been validated. <laughs> like, because because one hundred percent, like balls weren't even like airmailing into bunkers; they were like dripping into bunkers and still creating these fried egg lies. Like, how soft is the sand? I'm surprised these guys can stand in it without just you know it being quicksand and they disappear. So you combine unforgiving bunkers with, I mean, they lost control of the course, right? The greens were too fast and not true. Somebody called it, you know, um, spray painted dirt, like green spray painted dirt. Um, And then you had, you know, if you miss the fairway by a little bit, you're in ankle deep rough so how are you supposed to hit a shot like how are you supposed to hit a shot out of the rough that you can't control the spin onto a green that's basically like a blacktop and is either going to bounce like crazy or just be unable to stop and just skip right through and then when you skip through you're going to land on the bunker and, and be inevitably in a fried egg like I, I'm, like, all, I'm all I'm all for carnage but like if it's like unfair gimmicky like this honestly felt like every hole was number 10 or Riviera like it was you, you were more it was more luck based than it was skill based do you think that this is similar to the Shinnecock US Open where Phil hit the ball where well they're still moving and they like yeah. completely lost the green I like yeah. I don't this seems to get like so much shit for because it's not a major but I don't, it, it, like, honestly, like, it seems like we have this, like, way more often than they talk about. I think, I mean, it's completely exposed. So the wind is whipping around. When you have the wind, which is going to be unpredictable, because you're in Orlando, right? So, like, right. we're, like, outside of Orlando. So it's not like there's a consistent weather pattern there, at least from a wind perspective, because you're, like, completely in the middle of the of the Florida, you know, peninsula, whatever you want to call it. And if you if you consistently if the rest of the conditions are consistently shitty, right? Where like the course you just let the course completely dry out or just bake out or fucking asphalt out. And then you have these bunkers that I can't believe we're saying this that Bryson was actually right last year. Like how like how can you pull how are you going to be able to pull a lever because like it was a good tournament on Thursday like Roy shot seven under and other guys were right there like Hovland was what three or four under and then it made a big charge on Friday even Friday was better but like Saturday and Sunday was just it was just stupid and it was gimmicky and you have this like situation where like you know guys are free falling and I mean I, I had actually I put a small wager on Gary Woodland this week and he makes eagle on 16 i'm like awesome like i got a sh- i got a shot at this like plus 5500 like holy crap and then he double bogeys the 17th the par three why because he's in a fried egg and he can't get out and i mean he takes two he looked like me two from the bunker and then he the first pop- one wasn't i don't think it was the course he had a maximum four inch backswing on that first bunker shot that was yeah. disgusting that like hurt to watch how bad that shot was yeah yeah it was bad 
Did you see Rory's comments about the court? I saw it. I saw it more like big picture wise. I didn't really like dive into what he actually said. I saw the short he, quote. He's basically like they let the setup go and they can't. Like it's it's out of control. They have to make changes here in order to have this course be a tournament in the future. The part I don't understand. Maybe I just like don't understand course setup enough, but he is a guy that's supposed to be one of the best, if not the best, players in the world. Mm-hmm. This should help him. That if it's that hard, I don't understand why he can't separate himself. Well, then then it gets better than everybody else. I think it has to do with the fact that like luck is rearing its head more than than anything else it's like it's the, you, the, like, there's so much there's so much like variability between like a guy can land it in a spot and it could be the great a great shot and a guy can land it literally two inches to the left of that same spot and it has a completely different reaction because that two like you have these situations like with the Bermuda also they were talking about it on the NLU it's just like you know so unpredictable that some sometimes it's grabby, sometimes it's it skips through, and they could be literally six inches apart. Those two areas when you have it this dried out, I I don't know. I I, I was like, you see, was was Billy Horschel really like blowing the doors off? For three and a half days before he fell apart, I think a lot of that was lucky bounces here and there, and and the crazy ass conditions kind of reeling everybody in and bringing everybody. Like there's only a, a, a maximum that the, that a player was able to do, so that your really good shots weren't awarded as much as they should be. But if, if that you, makes sense. but I don't know. Like I compare it to Tiger, and I feel like. Every time that he competed, he wanted to be as hard as possible because he knew that he could set himself apart from everybody else. Like the U.S. Open at Pebble, he won by 20 yeah. shots. Yeah. I think everyone else in that field would say that the course was out of control and like not playable at all, and he beat them by 20 shots because he's that good. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know the difference between that and here, where Rory and he may be completely right. I just I don't understand the course enough. I just I don't, don't understand why he can't separate himself, like Tiger, not. if he is perceived to be this, which he is, a generational talent. I don't know why he doesn't look at it in the way of like I can separate myself here because I'm so much better than everybody else. Well, I, I think you're. He's not though. He's not that. Much yeah, yeah that's, he hasn't won a third, right? Because yeah. yeah, he's not. Be. Like he, he would have won majors and stuff like that. But like, I think, I think that. I think a, a, a worthy winner was crowned, right? Like Scotty Scheffler is a hell of a hell of a player. You know, he has the ability when conditions are like this to throw it up really fucking high in the air, and you know, it, it's a matter of like fractional degrees when the greens are, are basically like a basketball court, being able to hold it, and like he's got that that ability. Hovland's got that ability. Rory's got that ability. Um, you know, other guys that were up there that I guess Woodland actually does have that ability. Like he can hit the shit out of the ball and he'd throw it really high up in the air, and that's probably why he was in contention. But like the rest of his game, kind of, you know, his bunker game at the end failed him. So 
I think that the leaderboard determined with the exception of like I don't know Horschel or you just hate him. He played really, mean, really well. He's the he like fucking worst. There the entire time. Who was I watching? It? Who was I with this weekend? I was with um, who was I with on Saturday? I can't remember. I, I, oh, I was watching some of it with Frank. I think I can't remember. And someone was just like, I, I can't with. Oh, it was my brother. It was my brother. He's like, I, I can't with that guy. Like, he's fidgeting. He's twitching. He's just like, just get it over with already. Like, he's just like a robot. I can't. I just cannot take that guy at all. Um, all right, who else was up there? Let's look up there this week. Uh, this is a player championship. Wrong, wrong scoreboard. I don't have it. Hoblin, um, Hoblin, I, he, his short game has gotten so much better. How much yeah. did you watch on, on Sunday? I watched Paramount. Actually, okay. basically the whole, basically the entire coverage. Actually, all right. So his short game has gotten significantly better. On yeah. Sunday, he was three for thirteen out of the bunker. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. to me that that guy is third in the world of the entire world, and can be that bad out of bunker. Yeah, but do you think and maybe was, some of that is is the bunkers? Yeah, I think some of it's their their bunkers. But he hit shots where like. I don't. There was one. I think it was on the back nine, where he he was flew the green and he was in the back bunker and he hit the bunker shot that went straight up in the air and almost landed in the cup, but then rolled out another fifteen feet past that because there's no way he should have been hitting it that close to the hole. Yeah, he like he looks like a fourteen handicap, and he's the <laughs> third player. Like it's it's unbelievable how because he, he is because he drives. Yeah, he drives so, the shit out of the ball. He's so good. So good. He, he drives the shit out of the ball for such a violent, like, it's it's really not a repeatable swing. I feel like every driver swing has, like, a like some different percentage of, of different than the previous one. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, he, like, he kind of looks like us out there. Where like, it's just... And, but then he, he his iron play is unbelievable. His ability to throw it so high up in the air, right? Like, the Tiger Woods style or you know i guess jack probably was the real first to do it to just throw it so high in the air um but okay so i got the leaderboard scheffler hovland make a lot of sense right like top tier talent billy horschel fuck off uh terrell hatton it must be horses for courses right uh one year two years ago yeah gary woodland like i said makes sense chris kerr me Lucas Bear, meh. Taylor Gooch, legit. Like, he's up and comer. That's the kind of guy you want to see tied for seventh for the future of the PGA Tour. Matt Fitzpatrick, sure. Sam Burns, sure. So, like, I'd say for the most part, like, you had just really good balls for Corey Connors tied for 11th. Keegan Bradley, you know, I guess he had between Jekyll and Hyde, Jekyll showed up. Um, but, like, these are the guys, like, this is a good leaderboard. So, like, I think that What's what sucks is like the people that have set up the API and set up the course are gonna be like, oh, this is great. Scotty Sheffer, Victor Hovland, Hatton, uh, Roy McIlroy was was your day one leader. Um, you know all this stuff. Graham McDowell, you, you know, people like to see his name up there. Sam Burns, up and comer. They're like, okay, great, we got what we wanted. It's just like, no, you didn't, because it was the winning score was five under, and you're not the U.S. Open, right? Like this. People should want, like, the, the actual golfers themselves 
should want to go to the Arnold Palmer and not be on edge. Harry Higgs was talking about it in in the pod. It was like, he's like, every shot was mentally exhausting and and just filled with anxiety because it's just like, I I only felt like I could control about like 50% of, of what was happening. I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't. And then, like, and, and probably because I'm like, not that good. I just don't understand how that's. Well, that's the thing. These guys, these guys know. are that. These guys are that good, and they're that annoyed by this. And it's, it's supposed to be a warm up for the players. Like, this doesn't seem like a warm up. This seems like you're gonna go kick it, kicked in the nuts in Orlando. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, before. it's very clear that people were playing it to respect him and not because they wanted to play at all. I mean, it's a massive person. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that this many people skipped out on it is like a pretty good testament to like this is not going to be a good tournament going forward. Yeah, I bet you if Rory wasn't Rory, right, like an ambassador to the game, head of the the pack and all that kind of stuff, right? If he didn't feel this, I don't know, responsibility to respect Arnold Palmer, he probably would skip this event. Even with the know. even even with the win a few years ago, like it's. I think he plays it because he he's good at it. Uh, for and he well, this year, this year he for won. a day, yeah, yeah, Thursday. He goes seventy six, seventy six. I I don't know. I just I don't understand why. You're I don't know. I know he's not like blaming the court, but I there's like has to be like accountability that you shot seventy six, seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. You're so much better than that. So much better than that. Uh, I get. I don't. Get I don't the, get it. Well, then you get to the argument. Like, yes, like he, like he should have won the Masters by now. Like he should have won another major by now. He's obviously extremely talented. He's just yeah, but really yeah, I feel like but he's, use, not, he's not saying like Augusta's the problem. He basically no. said like I shot seventy six, seventy six the weekend because they didn't know how to set up a court. Yeah, it's like you yeah. did it two days ago. But he's but he's also not saying that I deserve to win. Maybe he's maybe he's saying, I deserve to shoot 72, 72, and and the winning score should have been twelve under instead of five under, something like that. Yeah, I mean, if he shot 72, 72, he would have won. He would have been well, yeah, this year seven under. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those other, like those other guys probably would have like the whole the whole mean goes up, right? Like the whole the curve. So yeah. I don't know. I, I just I don't know that I understand fully why they hate it and why they can't just. I mean, if you can make if you can make a calm, cool, collected surfer, Australian surfer like Matt Jones, <laughs> fucking launch his putter. I mean, how amazing was that? I wish they would have like panned out so you could see how far into the lake because <laughs> it was like yeah. just zoomed in right on him and you just like saw the putter leave. But I wish you would have, because it looked like he destroyed that. I wanted to see how far that actually went. Oh yeah, it was completely launched. Like you and I have had enough. See you later. Cue as as a cue putter toss. So um, any oh what oh Rory, I uh, I did cash in a first round leader on Rory, which was awesome. I'm starting to dabble a little, starting to dabble a little bit in the Fanduel. Just you know, just. Little two dollar tickles here and there, just for fun, something to watch. Um, I already detailed the Gary Woodland breaking my heart. Um, Are you? So else? you're you're fully in on it. 
I'm not fully. No, 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 I'm not full. No, no. I Are you a fan of his? You enjoy I am a fan of him. I, I am a fan of his. Do I enjoy watching him? I think he's just like. He just reminds me of like the stereotypical 1990s golfer before Tiger showed up. Just like, black. I can't stand like, he, I can't stand black. He's just. I don't mind why. I think he's just—he's just black. Like, there's nothing to him. Like he—he he can hammer the ball pretty good. He, he's just an all—he's just a all-around slightly above-average player, right? Like, should he be a—should he be a major winner? No, that's a bit surprising. He pulled it off. Um, will it likely be his only major? Yeah, probably. I just—I don't like. I can't stand like when he walks around. If he walked any slower, it looked like he was going backwards. <laughs> Everything he does is just so slow. And that every single driver swing that he hits that like low bullet, for yeah. some reason it's super cool when Tiger does it. He just has like so much lag where like he just like he's so apathetic doing every single thing for five hours. Well, how's like, that different than, how, how's that different than DJ's game? DJ's cool when he does it though. Why? Because he's got Paulina? <laughs> I don't know. He has, but his gait is very different than Woodland. I, I think I don't the gait is similar. I just they are similar. It's a fair point. I think it's it's just think cooler it's, that DJ does it. I think I, he's in like yeah. he's taller and in better shape. So it, I don't know for some reason it looks better. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. I just I well, can't stand watching him. He like he like well, bothers me that he's so slow. Well, what's funny is like. The, the question would be like, okay, who do you think is a better athlete? Gary Woodland or, or Dustin Johnson? And you're gonna say and you're gonna say Dustin Johnson, but like Gary Woodland played Gary Woodland played college basketball. Like uh, he did. I don't know. But I hear he's he's, 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 he seems uh, like a great guy. Yeah. Great story. I just I don't know. I will say though that shot on seventeen at Pebble was truly, truly unreal. Yes, where he hit the wedge on on the green. The wedge, the wedge on the green. That was unreal. Yeah. It was one of those things where you're watching. You're just like, oh my god, he's not going to do this. Is he? He's really. Yeah, do he's going to blade this straight into the water. <laughs> no chance he hit the shot. And then he did it. Like, that was unbelievable. Him. Yeah, unbelievable. Anything else from players? Uh, I think that's it. All right. That's all um, I had. I guess we should probably go to the pip results. Okay. So do you want to re- do you want to recap to everybody uh, what a pip is in case. I think the average golf fan might not know what the pip is. Yeah, sure. So, in response to what we talked about last time with the PGL and the Saudi League, the tour came up with this system where they combine uh, four different scores, which is Google, the Meltwater mentions, Nielsen, and the Q score, and combine that into a total score for the top 10 guys. And basically pay out $40 million to the top 10 people that comprised an average of those four scores. Um, essentially to just give extra money to the most popular players on tour. So the at the beginning of the season before the Century Tournament Champions, <laughs> Phil tweeted out that he won the pit and that the only way for him to get the $8 million was to play in Hawaii and then everyone assumed that he won the pit because why would yeah. you think that he's lying about that that seems like a very black and white thing 
Yeah. And this week, they released the results of the pit, and he did not win. He was second to <laughs> Tiger Woods, which makes yes. a ton of sense. Makes a absolute ton of sense. sense. Yeah. So Tiger won eight million. I can go down the list. Tiger, Phil, Rory, Spieth, Bryson, JT, DJ, uh, Brooks, Ron, and Bubba Watt. Okay. Now, which what of that is surprising to you? I mean, Tiger obviously should win. He should win the entire forty million, not just eight million. Yep. But and I do believe that Phil deserves to be. Well, sorry, deserved. At the time that this was determined, at the time that this was determined, he deserved yep. to win second place. Rory and Spieth, Bryson, in any, I mean, Rory breathes Rory, Spieth, Bryson, and JT finish three, four, five, six, but they all get the same amount of money. So who cares, right? And then, yeah, um, seven, eight, nine, ten, they all get the same amount of money. Who cares? So I, I, I. I'm okay with those with the way the middle four stacked up. The fact that they all got three and a half million dollars that kind of makes sense. Like you could argue between JT and Bryson. Like you're talking about like just fractional bullshit. You're talking about fractional bullshit between Speed and JT. You know, Rory probably deserved to win a little bit than Speed, Bryson, and JT. But cry for him, Dustin Johnson. I still don't understand how. You know, media deal or you know, endorsement deals and sponsors like the guy like can't form a ten-word sentence. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I get it. And he, he somehow is influencing the game. I get it. Brooks obviously made a huge leap with social social media and his beef with Bryson. Uh, you can't tell me that that didn't contribute. John Rahm's the number one player in the world and legitimately the future of this game. You better give him money. And then there's the tenth place guy. Yes, I I agree that he's clearly the standout. I think it, like it depends on whether this is an actual real average of these scores, and not we're going to pay these specific ten guys to make sure that they stay. Which that could also be the case. I think the biggest one that's missing on the list is Hideki. He when、mm. he won the Masters. Wow, it was like think about that, but it, it was—I don't know about rumored is the right word, but it was like pretty well understood that he was going to make over a billion dollars because the Japanese market is so big by winning the Masters, and the fact that he's not on this list—if it's actually based on like mentions and popularity—I don't understand how that's not that he's not part of it, unless it's like solely based in America or. Something like that. Globally, he should be. He may actually be number one. He may be more globally known than Tiger. Wow, that is great thing there. Because I was thinking, you know, the people that I thought missed out on this, Colin Morikawa, right? Who, yeah, presumably, he presumably finished right. Presumably finished eleventh. Two-time major winner. He's twenty, what, twenty-five years old. You know. Taylor made basically DJ Junior, all this good stuff. He finishes eleventh. You know, you can obviously. This is supposed to be impact. It has nothing to do with you. This is supposed to be off the course reward. Ricky Fowler, you would think, 
right? I, I, no, 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 no. I, again, you would I, think you would. No, I, dude, the guy. I mean, you can't argue with his influence as far as like social media and following and fans and all that kind of stuff. I mean, does his game suck? Yeah, absolutely. But like, I don't know. Like, I, I see Bubba, and I'm really confused. And then I'm looking at the whole category ranks as far as Google. So Google search, uh, Tiger one. Phil two, Rory three, Spieth four, Bryson five. That all kind of makes sense. John Rob is sixth. Brooks was seventh. JT was eighth. DJ was nine, and then Bubba was twenty third. So that's weird. Then the Meltwater ranking, same thing. The first nine to go one through nine, and then Bubba's thirty second. Nielsen rating. I'm not even sure what the Nielsen rating is. Um, Bubba's fifty first, and then you get to the Q score. And I had to look up what Q score is. The Q score is a measurement of the familiarity, familiarity, and appeal of a brand, celebrity, company, or entertainment product used in the United States. So there's something glaringly wrong with the formula. If you're going to start, if you, like you're like you're calling yourself this global game, like oh, that piece of the nerd, yeah. Yeah, like Hideki's not going to have good Q score ratings, but like if there's a Q score rating for the entire world, like it's probably going to blow all these guys out of the water. Besides Tiger and Phil, right? Like, yeah, oh for sure, for sure. And then, but like, that's if you're going to make a billion dollars, in yeah, people have to know your name. I think for that to happen, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how Bubba is third in Q score. Like, do people really know him? That well, like outside the of the, the game of golf, think of is this is not a Q score of golf fans. It's a Q score of Americans. Which yeah, most Americans, if they're going to watch golf at all, are going to watch the Masters, and he won two of those, and they were emotional ones, and he played well. That's the only thing I can think of. Is I, yeah, the one tournament that you like have to play well for people to know who you are. He won two of those. He's got that. He's got the pink driver. He's got a name that's you know it might as well be like Madonna, Bubba. Everybody knows <laughs> Bubba, right? Like, yeah. Yes, I guess I, I kind of. I mean, he played in the what that NBA celebrity game at in LA two years ago. Like, I don't know. I guess, but like, I feel like all of his scores and everything else was so shitty. I don't understand how this works out that that he's the number ten guy. And also, like, is it really fair that like number ten gets three million, number eleven gets zero? Um, should this should this thing fucking exist at all? I, I don't. Shouldn't Tiger just get all forty and everyone else is just like, thank you, sir, man, have another? Uh, did you know. see? Did you see what your boy Kevin Na said? Oh Lord, what is that? <laughs> so he tweeted out the day that this came out, and he said, <laughs> "This is a direct quote." Tiger Woods wins the eight million dollar pit. I'm all for paying Tiger Woods because he made us all richer, but he didn't hit one shot in 2021 at PGA Tour. How is this even possible? Shrug emoji. Are you kidding me? Fuck you. Just fuck you. Not only should he have won the entire 40, and he should win 40 every single year. Every time somebody wins a tournament, they should have to pay Tiger 50% of the winnings. I don't think like, you're wrong. Like you made forty million dollars solely because of Tiger Woods. 
how this comes out of your mouth. How does this come out of your mouth? It's fascinating to me that you could even say that. Tiger is the sole reason that the PGA Tour is what it is. And the fact that you have the ability to have your grandkids' grandkids never have to worry about money. And you can say something like that. It's like so, so stupid. I almost feel like he should be suspended for something so stupid. It's, it's fascinating. He just, he sucks. He really sucks. Like, he's trying to, like, make it, like, a funny thing. It's like... I don't... Do you think he's being funny, though? Or do you think he's actually kind of being serious? I'm sure he's trying to be serious in saying it. I, I just I think, don't, like... If it was anybody else, I understand what he's saying. Like, if Phil didn't hit a shot and won the pip, I could see what he's talking about. But the fact that it's Tiger, the guy that made you all of your money and the sole yes. reason that you have money, I don't understand how you could say anything that would not support that he wins all of this every year. Yeah. I, I think he is kind of posing this in a way where he could maintain like ma- maximum optionality on its meaning. Like, if somebody came to him and be like, dude, like, are you fucking serious? He's like, no, of course not. It's a joke. And then this is like, dude, man, I totally agree with you. Like, that's so fucked up. He's like, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, he, I, just, I don't see of... how it's a funny, it's not a funny joke though. It's like, it's not a, it's not, it's not a joke. Just shut the fuck up and take your money <laughs> that you made all of it. What are you, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Just, I, don't, I, I don't get it. Okay. That guy never ceased to do it, baby. Kevin, uh, See you later. Launch yourself into the sun. Oh. Anybody you expected to like to be up there besides Hideki? Obviously, besides Ricky, who should have been at least number fourth or fifth. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect him to be up there. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I mean, Bubba was the only like that was surprising. But honestly, like, if you look at the top nine. I don't know that you would say that like any of those don't deserve to be in the top nine. Yeah. So if you just like yeah, plug think... in Morikawa into the 10 spot, like I'm, I think that's a fine list you, with the exception you have... of the not being there. Yeah. You have zero objections and and the idea that Phil, I, I remember when Phil announced that he won in whatever it was, December or January. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised by that. I thought it was like Tiger's winning and then the rest of it's going to somehow what do you think happened do you think that they didn't tell him and he assumed that he won or do you think he won and they in the last two weeks have changed this to tiger no no i think that i mean i think phil has shown us how fucking nuts he is but this is like just like a straight lie this is not like oh i'm gonna like change how's that there's like it's very black and white How's that different than his lie to the Saudis or to the PGA Tour or to everybody? <laughs> the guy lies. This seems more black and white. I'm like, you didn't win. It, you won or you didn't seems win. Like, it kind of seems like another one of his games of chicken. He's like, I'm going to announce I won. Let's see if the PGA, <laughs> see if the PGA wants to like challenge me and not I do think me. the fact that they released this, which they said they were originally not going to do, I think that definitely... Is the result is, of the last two weeks. Is in response to the last two weeks. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
All right, so let's just get to that already. So we obviously yeah. already went through Phil's apology. There was a statement by by Greg Norman. Well, first there was a statement by Jay Mayan, um, in which he basically like doubled down. I was like, you know, if anybody wants to leave for this league, you're going to face a lifetime ban. And then Norman pushes back um, and basically accuses the league of making shit up. Like, you can't ban players. You can't ban players from playing golf, he says. Uh, Players have the right and the freedom to play where we like. I know for a fact that many PGA players were and are still interested in playing for this new league in addition to playing on the tour. So what is wrong with that? And why do you feel so threatened that you resort to such a desperate, unwise, and unenforceable threat? Or unenforceable threat. So he's basically saying you can't ban us and we're not dead yet. So be prepared for our next attack, I guess. Yeah, which like, I don't... We kind of talked about it last time. Commissioner, this is just the beginning. It is certainly not the end. (laughs) That's how he finished it. The end was the best and the beginning was maybe even better that he started with. Surely you just. Surely you just. So good, he, so good. He sounds I mean, like sorry. a fucking Batman villain. Like, <laughs> it's that he honestly he may be at this point, but <laughs> surely you just that's a hell of a way to start his head loop. Craig, so the third leg shark. So good, so good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I like the the banning players part. I feel like it's just gonna like float out there until it's put to the test. So I don't know, like, it seems like no one knows the actual answer here. And it's just going to be this, like, thing in limbo where it's almost better from the tour standpoint that there isn't an answer because there's, like, concern from players that they may not be able to get back in if they wanted to. Okay, so here, here's this. So I guess let's go back to Phil. And you kind of previewed this to me already today. How do you... Do you think Phil's suspended... If he's not suspended, do you think he should face suspension? Do you think that? Well, I guess based on your based on those answers, we can kind of go from there. I do think he's suspended. Um, I think the I think the drafting of a rival league I think is cause for suspension. I think he probably, like, I don't know. I mean, they talked about it in NLU that he's, he's not going to play this season, and that's the suspension. Um, I don't think he goes to the Masters, because I think he, as crazy as he is, I think he respects it enough to not bring the circus to the, even if he just, like, goes to the dinner on Tuesday, I don't think he brings the circus to the Masters. Well, I mean, I think you got to think that Ridley's, like, we're warning you don't come. Like we, do, yeah, we don't, need, don't we don't need to don't need you as a distraction. We don't need to take this and everything. Don't force us to embarrass you. Which I don't know. I maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I'd like to think that even without that, he would choose not to go to the Masters this year. Just to not like put all the attention on him. Which that doesn't sound like Phil 
something you would do. It, I know. I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, that's not, that's not going to happen. I know. I don't know. He, now he's going to he just play. Yeah, right? I don't like, know. He just played I, chicken with the entire. And he lied about the pip. Like, keep going because I have further things. Talk about this sponsor. Okay, so yeah, since we last recorded, I think they had lost a couple of sponsors uh, before we recorded, but he has now lost KPMG. Yeah, so we definitely talked about this because we talked about this in the Ford hat. So he's lost KPMG. He's lost Workday. Uh, and he is his partnership with Callaway is currently suspended, postponed, on pause, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Which here, um, first question on that one okay. is Callaway putting him on pause. Is that better or worse than Polo telling JT that if he's better, we'll let you come back in? Uh which has like oh. less of a spine. Polos, Polos is worse. Polos is worse. I think, think Callaway's so? just... Yeah, I think Callaway's suspending it makes sense because it's like... But they didn't you, suspend it, though. They said, like, for right now, pause. you don't yeah. have a deal. Yeah, Which is basically have... the exact same thing that Polo did. No, Polo let him go and was like, maybe we'll let you back. Callaway was like, we're on pause. A, you're not going to be playing for a while anyway. And also, B, like, you disrespected the actual game that we produce shit for. Whereas like Polo, I don't know, Polo is making their decision outside the game of golf. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, it was horrendous what they did, that either you drop them or you don't. You can't. Yeah, they should, the no. But they should have just I, I dropped them. Cal is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I don't know, I think, Polo should have just done it clean. Like, made him, like, he screwed up. We don't agree with what he said. You know, we don't, like, sorry, we're not going to let him reform and then prove us that he's a better person. We're just going to, we're going to leave this and we're out. And, we're, like, you know, golf is, our golf thing is kind of, like, this extra product for us anyway. We're not, a, you know, not having JT is whatever. Maybe we'll come back in a few years and actually, like, make Jordan speak of like a regular human being again. <laughs> and do it that way whereas like Callaway is going to be ever present in the game and they are going to have to like like they have to make everyone was looking to them to hurry up and do it right and or like either like pick a side like they could sit there and not do something they either had to stay with him or I guess stay with him, pause him, or launch him. So they chose, they did choose the middle option. But it's kind of basically like launching him because it's basically going to be up to, I mean, if Phil wants to play golf at Augusta, is he going to be playing Callaways? Is he allowed to play Callaways? Does he have to go get a different set of clubs? Like, and that's going to be completely up to Phil. Yeah. And, and now Callaway has to, he's like, all right, we got to move on. We got to pivot. We're going to pivot to John Rahm. We're going to pivot to, you know, Sam Burns, these other guys that, that we have in the stable. Um, they they, they kind of, they had to. Like KPMG, I feel like they didn't really have next. to say anything. God, here's my next. So he lost all of his sponsors. Everyone dropped. Mm-hmm. 
within two days, three days. Yep. Yep. Why are they dropping? Um. Well, he basically serious said, question. Why? Yeah. Like, why is I understand the Callaway point of your point of like he disrespected the game. Yeah. Why is KPMG dropping? Film? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Now I can. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Why is so? I understand Callaway dropping him. If you want to say that he disrespected the game, they have ties with the game. Yep. Why is KPMG and Portnoy dropping? Because they both work with the PGA Tour. They're both huge partners of the PGA Tour. Do you think that's the reason? Here's yeah. here's here's why I'm asking. So yeah. Phil basically came out and said, "I want to." get leverage against the tour so I'm going to pretend to go with a different league to and get I will, more money but but how did he do that like there's ways you could try to apply leverage that's like, fine could, I, I don't I'm no, not no, no, saying no. he did the right thing no no but he but, but here's the there's the here's a clear issue here is like instead of yeah. trying to pressure with words or even with a fist with a fucking Uzi with the Saudis like that it was the way in which he chose to do it was dirty scandalous immoral all of the above if he had gone, absolutely if he had gone to try to leverage the 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 PGL versus the PGA tour I mean we might be having an entire I don't disagree right? with that at all. But at the like at a high level, he was looking to make a bunch of money by pretending to join the Saudi government to get more money from the PGA Tour. Right? Yeah. Phil also was either convicted or almost convicted of insider trading, which is a federal crime. Yes. And kept all of his money. The guy, the guy has yes, the guy has gotten away with stuff before. To me, so, I don't understand also, why that is. Fu- and like JT, what he did in Hawaii, he lost one sponsor. Yeah, the I think of, those two are like so much worse. Well, and I, like, I don't understand why KPMG, an accounting firm, is dropping Phil Mickelson because he wanted to get more money from well, the PGA Tour. First of all. KPMG, the accounting firm, should have dropped him in the, <laughs> for, in, insider in the, for insider trading. But, but it's a um, that's a actual I'll, federal crime. What he did yes. here was like he was dumb and stupid, and yeah. But also, I mean, I, I, just, I don't get. It. I I think I think you have to put it within the frame, the, the purview of the time period, right? He could get away with the insider trading. He could get away with the that amazing, you know, minor league baseball story that we heard um, on the Shotgun Start podcast. Like, probably Justin Thomas could have gotten away on a hot mic ten or fifteen years ago, also, right? But now you have this different—it's a different courtroom, right? That everybody's now in. 
It's like yeah, I I I agree with that. I'm not I'm not agree I'm not with the JT I'm, part. I'm, I'm not totally saying it's why this is the catalyst for then like right. I'm not saying I just right. I don't know why he's I, I he's sorry, less profitable I, to him. I I do think that he deserves everything that has happened to him and continues and, and everything that plays out from here. Like he tried to take down the PGA Tour, the the best golf league in the world that got him so written, right? It's like you or I, you know, tried to leverage another bank. It's just like my current employer has if I'm gonna but I don't yeah I don't have any issue with the suspension I think he should be suspended and if he's not I think I, he should be. I think yes I, I, think, the PGA, I think like the work day PGA Tour has a bad the PGA Tour work day KPMG well work day after the insider trading scandal but KPMG was with but him. my point is that like he's still I guess he's not convicted or maybe he was I don't fully remember what the actual charge was but he's still like that's part of his record Especially a an accounting firm. Like, yeah, I mean, he that, still there's, was there's, there's convicted no of insider trading. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is like that's different to me than like he said something bad, like Tiger's affairs. Like over time, like he becomes like a different person. I've changed. I'm different. Like that's fine, but like you still committed a federal crime before. And honestly, like even the Tiger stuff, like. I mean, Tiger probably should be dropped by everything else, though, right? He's hit three right, like DUIs. Exactly, oh, sorry. right? Sorry. Right. One DUI. Car incidents where he was most likely under the influence. That we like, know of. Which means that we know that he had DUIs. Yes, that we know of. Yes. Didn't kill anyone is unbelievable miracle. He's had three miracles, dude. Three miracles. Right. So, how, like, he has all of those. Yeah, Yeah. any one of them. But, like, how he kept all of his sponsors there, I I was surprised about. I don't know. I I know that, like, I'm not, like, supporting Bill. I just think it's strange that this is the catalyst for him to lose all of his sponsors. Like, him trying to make a bunch of money. I I think a huge part of it is it allows... It's a partnership of these with the PGA. It's like he came at that may and they that Jay may have called them and said right. you have to drop it. And that may came at the, that may he came at the king. Yeah. He, he missed, and now, bang bang bang. These are the consequences. You lose your sponsors. That's hey, if you want if you want to save any, and like, suspend yourself before we do it. Yeah, back to the. I mean, same topic, but on the pip though. Yeah, I, I don't think Tiger tweet. The Tiger tweet I thought was <laughs> amazing and yeah, so good. And how, then how, I was listening to another podcast with Jeff Shackelford, and he brought up that during Tiger's whole year two two year long. Like keep remembering, he was on the cover of of the post every single day. Uh, Phil never said anything at all, and like was only supportive of him in every public comment. 
and for Tiger to go and like just kick him while he's down. I like I don't know that I like fully agree with that. I thought it was absolutely hilarious, but it is interesting that that is the way that it played out based on yeah. what happened to Tiger and like how supportive Phil was. I mean Phil I mean Tiger's always been kind of anything uh, from Phil like he's always been his for in the his his adversary right his whatever his villain I mean his mom is quoted as calling him fatty right like that was his nickname. <laughs> right that was Tilda's nickname like yeah he's just kind of built that way and and I don't know like do you think like Phil's full of shit I think anytime he was he was publicly supportive of Tiger he probably was probably like leave this motherfucker did it again can you leave this man like he's like, like he probably shits his back because that's who Phil is Phil's like he's not even like two days he's like he's like four face he's like there's there's nothing freaking genuine about this guy it's unbelievable I actually think just dealing with Tiger specifically I think he's the exact opposite of Kevin Knott in this situation I think in all career he understands how much Tiger gave him in terms of money. Yeah. He may not have yeah. liked him, but I think he fully understands what he did for like the fact that Phil made $95 million and yeah. $40 million off course every year. I think that is a function of Tiger, and I think he understands that's a function of Tiger. Well also everything like, else he may be full of shit about, but I do think that he like respects what Tiger did for him. Yeah. And for the game. And, and then and then even now into this like next phase of his career like match like the first match was the two of them right and the, and the, and the next match was the two of them paired up with you know two football players and like still very much tiger and like do you think that phil's subsequent matches or even you know tnt's the match if tiger wasn't there to springboard it with him probably not no, and Barkley too. Barkley's the best. Yeah, Barkley's amazing. But I mean, like, we probably wouldn't have been, and and yeah. we probably <laughs> wouldn't have got we wouldn't have gotten to the point of, of hearing Bar- Barkley. And Barkley probably wouldn't be involved right. because he's best friends with Tiger, right? So he does owe him literally everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, just I think it's a it's a strange time for him to get yeah. and like for no one else to have. I also think it's strange. That's, I 100% agree, is completely fucking garbage. And do you think that Bryson is actually still hurt? Or do you think he doesn't want to face the mics yet at some? I think it's that. I thought you were going to say, is he suspended? I don't think he's suspended. I don't think he wants to face the mics. Which is weird because he's chosen not to do media for the last two years. So he doesn't have to. Or I, I don't know if he doesn't have to, but he has chosen not to take interviews while he's yeah. playing. But I do think it's that. Like, he maybe not even interviews, but, like, he doesn't want the fans. Which clearly, like, that affected him last year with the Brooksy stuff. I think he knows that he cannot handle the entire Sawgrass field screaming and yelling at him that he was going to go to the Saturday league. Open back up to the media after the Ryder Cup. When? 
like his last like his, the beginning of because he only he played tournament of champions yeah and he played Tori. i don't know that he did interviews that he yeah. didn't want to i mean that may be wrong but yeah i just i think it's i think it's like it's i he may be hurt as well but i think it is a function of him not wanting to face the music like he won't miss he will not miss the masters there's no way he'll miss the masters but I don't know. It's really surprising that, like, I think it has to be a combination of energy. Like, 20% injury, 80% not wanting to face the music because the fucking pot is still 20. You're going to gut at injury. So that's the only thing you're facing. If you're also facing, you know, like a injury that he's going to be facing eventually, then yeah, I can understand why he doesn't want to face it yet. Part of the reason. But I, but I still... Like, I don't know the time fixes that, though. Like, obviously, it's different, but, like, when Tyre came back, whatever tournament he was going to come back at, like, he was going to have that reaction. Well, then it's, like, I guess it becomes... I'm trying to think of, like, what TV show... Probably... The, the like Washington DC like presidential fucking rock sorry about like news cycles right and like yeah and people may just forget that you and honestly this is probably the same thing of like if you're not if you're not doing a golf podcast you probably don't know what the SGL is so it doesn't matter yeah. and if you're just gonna go to a tournament like you probably have no idea that he was part of it yeah yeah I mean something else comes up in the interim whether it's Phil self-emulating or something else happening before he has to really face the music and kind of take some of the attention off. Yeah. No, yeah. So I, I do think it's a combination of injury and not wanting to face the crap. But I do a hunt. Yeah, like, these guys need, and they all need to face the music some way or another. Like, if you sign an NDA and you were, if you, first of all, if you were for to to like you gotta be smacked and then if you're if you've signed on to be a team captain outside of the, the you should probably be smacked I mean you're talking about essentially 17 guys there's 16 other guys besides Phil I, I, I feel like you gotta face the music even if it's not like a suspension I feel like your name has to has to be released and be like, hey, like, yes, I'm potentially part of a coup to leave the, the PGA and fuck for everybody else here. Yeah, but I think we know that it was DJ and Bryson. Yeah, but there it is. We think. And but the way that well, those statements came out, though, like, they seem to be those, that seems to be the three. I don't know. DJ's statement didn't really, like, indicate because he didn't write it the pga tour yeah. wrote it yeah bryson wrote his statement which is why it was terrible i think that i think the top four should be suspended Don't yeah worry. i mean it's <laughs> i i completely agree with that but i think like going back to the sponsors it's like i don't get why bryson keeps all of his sponsors same thing except not talking to a reporter on the record that he thought was off the record but he's doing the exact same thing. 
He right. keeps, well, but he gets he to keep, keep everything. He keeps his sponsor from talking about it. <laughs> right, but like, he just spoke to a reporter. Ridiculous things. None of them were illegal or like derogatory. I mean, maybe it's derogatory if you're a part of the Saudi government, but yes. I, I don't but, know. I, I think it's strange that Phil is the only guy that is taking every single bit of punishment here. Well, here, here's this also, right? Like, if you're the PGA Tour, you're Jay Monahan, and you're like, okay, it's definitely Tiger, definitely D, sorry, DJ, and definitely Bryson, right? Who can we to not have at three to five tournaments? I don't just, I don't know. I just still feel like you have to set an example, though. Like this is not acceptable. Yeah. I, Maybe they don't. Maybe they need the money, and like DJ yeah, being but, there makes more money than like if they were to leave. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Hand, I just think it's it's very strange that no one else has any culpability at all. Their their hand has hasn't enforced because there is no concrete evidence that those other guys were involved. Right. It's about it openly, like Phil himself. And we'll fill out himself a bit. Over. Okay. Think concrete that ties SGL. We 95% sure that those two guys were involved. DJ Tour's hiding behind is that last 5% that we don't have proof. And I think that if like I mean, shit. If, this, if the SGL came out and just released the doc, they just like released the docs and did a scanned page of the bylaws <laughs> with all the signatures that should. Yeah, then the PG. Which they should. Yeah, they should. And if, yeah, do something. It, I mean, yeah. They would have. I mean, Phil should be the first one to say, "Hello, like get those guys." Can't be the only one here. But yeah, yeah. So they're just gonna. Oh, look the other way and pretend it's not there. I, I mean, obviously that's what's happening because clearly no one else is, has any punishment at all. I just—it's very strange. And I'm like, not to defend him at all because no, I'm a psychopath. But yeah. I just don't understand how <laughs> Phil loses everything and everyone else is fine. Uh, anything else on Phil? <laughs> I think I'm—I think I'm good on Phil. I think we're good for a while, maybe. Uh, hopefully, we are. Um, LKGA um, in this season. Well, when ready to see Women's World Championship in Singapore, so um, you know, hours wise, but uh, Jin Young Ko, uh, she won. Was this the six win, eight starts? Is that what, or six win and ten starts? Um, ten starts, yeah. That's just ridiculous. Uh, and he really stood out he got from another dominant yeah. performance three stats so this is she now has 15 consecutive rounds in the 60s which broke her prior record of number of rounds in the 60s she has 30 consecutive subpar rounds which is also a record <laughs> and this one is fucking wild she hit 121 of her last 133 greens. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know that I've hit 121 <laughs> greens. 
You know how many greens? Period. I, period. You know how many greens? You know how many greens I hit on Saturday? One. Zero. <laughs> Two. Yeah. 121 out of 133 greens. I'm looking at this now. Her streak of 114 consecutive bogey-free holes in 2019 is the longest known in LPGA or PGA Tour history. As his previous record of 110 straight holes. Like she doesn't have, she doesn't have the wind, but this is like Annika Tiger stuff, where it's like I'm. I'm just so much better than everyone out there, and I am so consistent at doing it. And she keeps going, and she's gonna get the this for her now. I don't even know how many total. She's an absolute beast. It's, I, I, I honestly like I couldn't watch any of it. I didn't even know if it was on TV, but it was on in the middle of the night. She has thirteen wins. So this is like a recent thing, too. So she yeah. won six in the last 10, 13 total. Now, there's the Tiger Slam. Win five, five majors. Yeah. A Jimmy on Co-Slam, where she wins all five. <laughs> right? I don't like, know why you, would, you wouldn't with those stats. It's not like she has like a great week and then like... No. Like even looking at like Ron. Ron has like fallen off from how good he was for such a long time. Yeah. These are just like ridiculous numbers. 15 consecutive rounds in the 60s is insane. <laughs> like, I don't, it's like, it's not talked about enough, I don't think. I think if it was Nelly doing this, this would be the front page of every sport. Thank yeah. There are a ton of actual interviews in English, even though it's, oh yeah, she could totally hide behind an interpreter and she chooses not to it's it's truly remarkable uh i can't i hope she plays in that uh in the event up in upper montclair in jersey later this year so i can she see played her. she played last year so did she hopefully that field is the same yeah nice nice um i do a career Wait. earnings oh go ahead sorry one more on the women's side please have you been tracking the Stanford women's team at all? No. So, the team that they put together this year is like, it will be an all-time team in history. But the over the weekend, they had a tournament and Rachel Heck, who is the, she's the 2021 individual NCAA champion. Okay. She won the tournament again. Here's another good line of stats. So she won over the weekend. This is her eighth victory in the last year. She was one shot short of the 54-hole record of 19 under. 54 holes. She had 17 birdies in her first 36 holes. (laughs) And here's the good one. As a team, I don't entirely know how the format works for tournaments, like how many people play singles and like how, what the entire score is made up of. But in this tournament that Stanford played in, they won by 35 shots. What? So this is Rachel Heck, who, like I said, individual champion last year, eight victories last year. She may actually be the second best player on the team because Rose Zhang is also on this team. 
who is the number one amateur for a very long time. Yeah. And she may be actually better than Rachel Hyde if Rachel Hyde puts up those numbers. So this is like an all-time team that they put together here. This is sick. She's only a soft. Yeah. Incredible. Definitely something to to keep an eye on. This is not the uh, the Tiger Nota Begay team. This is way better than that. Seems more like uh I mean I don't know inside at all, but um you know, a few guys you see play in the PGA Tour every weekend. The fact that, like, you know, Matt Wolf. Sorry, Victor Hovland. The OK State team was, that was, yeah. Just, right? Like, Victor Hovland was the second Wolf best player on that team. Too. Yeah, Wolf sucks. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, Wolf was the best player and Hovland was there. It's a staff team. So, yeah. nice. Good pull. Yeah, this is unreal. unreal. I'm going to do, do a career. I'm going to do career yeah. earnings. Okay, so. Okay. Uh, my is last year's. Uh, players champion Justin Thomas. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Fifty-two. Not bad. Fifty-two would have put all time. He's just shot. He actually has just passed DL3. Wow. It just if shows, he like, played I mean, well in majors, he would be with I mean, if, it, if he was able to play in yeah. this calendar year, I mean, if he was able to put this calendar, he probably would have 52. He would have, would have won like two or three times. And last year. Yeah. Let's go to last. All right. Uh, I guess I have two weeks to talk about here. So, two weekends ago, I did Sims and Steaks uh, and the, the Divey Steakhouse with Dan Henry from the league and uh, Christopher. We had a great time. Uh, we played La Hinch on the uh, simulator, and Dan uh, did a nice course and then was really depressed because the fairways were. <laughs> Or skinnier than a tooth, skinnier than a toothpick, and not fun. Um, we went to the bar afterwards, had a great time. Uh, Staniel, which is Dan's alter ego, incredibly embarrassing. As Staniel talks more, his brother Kevin talks less because um, he's just so embarrassed. So uh, we had a great time. There's um, the Franklin Airfield. Uh, Later that week, I uh, I shot my shot. I drafted up an email to knowing uh, the podcast that if you don't know by now, Andrew and I uh, are obsessed with five guys who just live the game of golf. Cool. Uh, nice trips. Um, I need to do this. Let's talk about golf. Videos on YouTube. Uh, just no real agenda. Just kind of like thanking them for what they do, bringing us to do what we're doing now. The person get out. You know, my recent obsession with the game, falling in love with it about eight years ago, getting my dog, and all that kind of stuff. And I sent all six members. Actually, all eight members. Seven members, the five original, and then I sent it to Ben. So, um, 
And one of the guys, Carter, uh, Todd Schuster, actually replied, uh, which, as Andrew can attest to, when they, I got the email <laughs> in the middle of the day, it, I was on another planet excited. Uh, he said that he would give the pod, the Leonard Laser Show, a listen. So um, if you are listening, Tron, that'd be fucking sick. Uh, thank you. <laughs> And if you want to come play Shack and Maxim Country Club in Scotch Plains, you let me know the time, the day. I will take off work. I will clear the schedule. It will happen. Um, I really do hope. Um, then this past weekend, we played a round at Forest Gate. Uh, we ran back. We, we've played probably 15 times now. Me and Tazi uh, versus uh, Billy McSweeney and Dylan. Tazi and I were... Uh, a bit chapped after our loss a couple weeks ago, so we came back and we closed out Billy and Dylan. Uh, close about four and three. Like almost playing abysmal golf. Um, went for I played the post well, um, hitting the most pathetic. I almost whiffed on the sixty. Like it went, <laughs> it went two feet forward and fifteen feet to the left. And do it again if I tried. I played four holes like a donkey. I played the next five holes well, and then I played the last four holes like a donkey. So uh, I am going to be off that, as Cap can attest to. The next, I woke up and ordered the Rapsodo launch monitor um, to aim and kind of inspire me to, to practice more and like not play. And I'm going to put myself on top, let myself play over. I'm just gonna go to the range and grind. Um, and I'm looking forward to daylight savings this Sunday and getting some some sunlight back um, to actually like figure out this fucking game that tortures me. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it for Leonard's laser show or for uh, the week of Leonard. Love it. Ninety four days. What was ninety four days to Pinehurst? So yes, yeah, that's right. I said more than enough time to, uh, to practice. Yes, I count on my phone. And to be clear, uh, Baldino specifically, he was referencing the day we fly down. I, I'm going to reference the day we we actually tee it up for the first time, uh, June 9th, um, 94 days. That's right, 94 days. So I got plenty of time. I have plenty of time to work on my game, and Chris has plenty of time to, to shed a few pounds. So, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, this week we go to TPC Sawgrass and the Players Championship. Um, par 72, 7,189 yards. Um, kind of considered the fifth major. What, what's your take on that? On it being the fifth major? Yeah. I mean, it's not the fifth major. It's a <laughs> massive tournament. I love this tournament. I love the course. I'd like to play it at some point. Um, I love watching it every year. It's like very close to on the border of it being nice here. So it like gets you pumped. Usually the yeah. weather there is fantastic, which it seems like that's not going to be the case this year. But if it's going to be cold where you are, it's always nice to watch the sun where they're playing. Um, I, I, I love this tournament. I can't wait for this one every year. And I, I and love that it's, they moved it to March as it like kind of starts the year for the bigger tournament. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just like 
it's not a major. It shouldn't be considered a major, even though it's Ricky Fowler's biggest win. Um, it's, it's, when was that? <laughs> when was that? That was what? That was uh, uh, 2015, oh, well. <laughs> right? Yeah, 20, 2015. Jesus. Oh my is he playing God. this year? so long ago. No, he's he not playing. playing. Oh, he's no, not he's playing. not playing. Okay. He's right. the fifth. He is. The, he's moved today. He moved up from the sixth alternate to the fifth alternate. Um, he is not playing. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, little by little. Maybe there'll be a, a rash of COVID to, to strike. <laughs> well, actually, the reason that he got from six to five is because Kevin Na withdrew. Oh, really? Yeah. For being a dumbass. For well, he's having a kid, but yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'm I mean, glad I, though that he has to miss the twenty million dollar first week. So, yeah, I just don't. I don't want to see him walking. Him having a chance of winning, winning it all, and, and me having to watch him walk in putts and him torturing well, him. They're going to show him, that that replay of him and Tiger. Oh gosh, that. that's right. I forgot about that. And we'll be hearing who is that? Stevie Nicks and Seventeen. <laughs> I hear that over and over again. Love it. Oh, God. Love this tournament. Love this tournament. Um, last year's winner was obviously... JT. JT. He hit the... Uh, what, do you, what do we call it? The, the bullet draw? The, the slingshot? I don't even know. I don't think I can come up with the name, but he did it twice. I think he did it on... Was it 16 as well? Or was it 15? Yes. I think it's 15. Um... And that one was well executed. The one on 18 was almost <laughs> unreal. Was, was almost a unmitigated disaster. Because um, he almost put that right in the drink. It was very scary. And I love the, the, the phony club twirl. He did at the end also. <laughs> and his face, so too, of like, ooh, that was real cool. <laughs> like, ooh, I got away with one there. Um, I, I think it's kind of safe to say that, that he'll be up there as a favorite. Colin Morcalo probably up there as a favorite. McElroy winning it two years, like three years ago because it got canceled two years ago. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably be up there as a favorite. Um, yeah, JT, Hideki, and Rory as the last three winners. Yeah. All unbelievable ball strikers with yeah. suspect putting. It, it, sounds it, a lot like, it sounds a lot like a cow golfer. I don't know. Like a, yeah, it sounds. It, I mean, it sounds like a cow golfer in Morikawa. It also kind of sounds like Victor Hovland. It also kind of sounds like Will Zalatoris. So his body is more than suspect. That's that's not on the same level. Zalatoris is, is yeah. He looks like a mini golfer out there. Um, what else? Oh, the one thing that I thought was really cool and I learned a couple years ago. Did you know that the trophy is actually a molded? Is like a um, algorithmic um, interpretation of every winner. Yeah. In one. Isn't that awesome. So cool. It's it's so cool. Like every time somebody, like, I don't know. I guess if Scotty Scheffler wins, maybe it'll be older and taller. But um, or you know, if Patrick Cantley wins, like all of a sudden the ears will be bigger. But it's really cool how they like they take everybody's face and they they put it in this computer and it spits out like you know. If all, how many winners are fifty-four winners or whatever had a baby, <laughs> this is this is who it would be, and that's what the trophy is. So, so pretty sick, very cool. Um, anything else you want to add for the players? Huge week for the fantasy side. 
Yes. Three plus million dollar purse for the winner. Yes. Yes. This is pretty much it for the season. That reminds me, we are doing a fantasy golf podcast. We should probably talk about the standings. (laughs) Um, So number one is still Kevin Henry, 4.4 million. Mike Blom, though, is right behind them, 3.95 million. I love how saying half a million is still right behind them. That just shows how (laughs) ridiculous of a season Kevin has had. Um, In third place is George Jorgis, otherwise known as Chili Peppers up Lee Jansen's ass uh, at 3.19 million. He hit it big with, uh, he had Victor Hovland solo second. Uh, he also had Will Zalatoris earlier this year for a solo second. He had Brooks Kepa for a solo third. So he's up there in third place without a double. Without a, without actually picking a winner, which is probably even more impressive. Um, you are sitting. Where are no, you? we skip that. We skip that. Forty seventh place. Yeah, Rory was supposed to win though this week. Rory That's was. perfect for you. AK forty seven. AK forty seven. Sitting at forty seven. No, just you're just setting up the comeback. Disgusting. disgusting. Uh, I. Disgusting. You know what's, what's disgusting is I'm one spot behind Baldino. Baldino's <laughs> in. Baldino's at forty third. I'm in forty fourth. Not great. And then our cellar dweller, uh, unfortunately, is John Mayorana. Uh, he has only earned 296000 He has missed one, two, three cuts already uh, and doesn't have anything higher than a 14th place. So, so plenty of season left um, ahead of us. And I think that just kind of leaves us with your career earnings pick. Yeah. So let's continue on the theme of how much money these guys are making. <laughs> oh, God. Scotty Scheffler. Oh, gosh. So uh, seven was seventy-five starts. Yes, two wins. So he, I know that he just won. His paycheck from the Arnold Palmer Invitational was more than Arnold Palmer's career earnings, <laughs> which made me want to bond it. I was so, like two odd, two odd million, and then I guess he probably won another two million, maybe a little less, at the waste management. So that puts him at like four. And then a bunch of other stuff in between. I'm gonna put him at like nine point five million. Twelve point eight. Holy shit! Really? Already? Twelve point eight. I mean, it shows what? that like it shows you how good he's been without winning. I mean, like, yeah, winning without yeah. winning is like it's not like an important number because he's been so good and so high up the leaderboard, yeah. but. To have two wins in 75 starts and be 162nd on the all-time list is very impressive. So he's, what's remarkable, like he is ahead of Trevor Immelman, who won the Masters. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- Jose Maria Olafable, right? He's, this is actually kind of impressive. He's earned more than Joaquin Neiman, who- I, That's the one that I was just looking at. Is, right? that's, that was surprising. I would not have he's thought that. Made more than Shane Lowry, who won the Open Championship. Uh, one more than Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton. I mean, he's, yeah. And also, uh, well, Victor Hovland's right there. He's going to chase him down soon enough. But then you look at the OWGR top five, and I'm sure that you saw that today. It's like the first time that the that all five guys in the top five are under the age of 30. Incredible. Like John Rom. Oh, and then you kind of talk about like how good of golf these guys are playing for not really winning like John Rahm we've talked about it like he won the US Open but he like he, you know 
arguably hasn't won enough. He's the number one player in the world, though. Why? Because, you know, he's consistently in the top 10. Colin Morikawa, number two. Victor Hovland. Uh, he's, he's notched a couple more wins in the last six months. Kind of leading towards him being third, but without those wins, he's probably still in the top 10. Cantley has done a fair amount of winning recently. And then, yeah, now you have Scotty Shepard. And the guy at six is kind of a big deal. You want to tell everyone, you want to tell everyone who's at six? Is six... Is that speed? No. The most... Uh, you, who you might consider the most talented golfer in the world. Or actually... Is that Bryson? Rory. Rory. <laughs> Rory. He's up to six. He's six now, yeah. Or he's down, actually. He was fifth. He was like 15 not too long ago. Yeah. I mean, the win at the CJ probably helped. Yeah, I don't know. Rom, speaking of Rom, he's on putter watch too. He, I, he, I mean, he rushed that 10-incher, but before, yes. Not even say, for that one. He, yeah. like, I, I think the stat on, it was Thursday or Friday, he was first in strokes gained off the tee and, like, second on approach and, like, 155 putting. I would have liked to hear his comments on the conditions at API. Because <laughs> I, I bet you he would not mince words. Uh, that is fair. He is like steadily becoming like part of the JT crew of like, I'm going to hit every single ball close and not make one single putt at all. So, so who wins this week? Somebody that strikes a shit of the ball or someone who gets hot with the putter? Did JT, I mean, I guess he had to have gotten hot with the putter. I don't yeah. know. Either way, I'm really? stoked. It's going to be an awesome event. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, buddy. Anything else you want to add before we sign off? I think that's it. That was all that I had written down here. Good stuff. All righty. Well, guys, get your picks in. Uh, another Friday, another, sorry, Friday, another Florida tournament. So uh, really tee times are going to start early. And it's also, you know, the, the deepest, strongest field we'll see all season. So um, there's going to be a ton of people out there and they're going to be teeing off super early. So get your picks in. In early on, or, or, you know, before Thursday, ideally, if you do miss the window, we had a couple guys miss it recently. If you do miss the window, you can text me somebody on the side afterwards, as long as they haven't teed off. I will be checking if they teed off or not. Um, but otherwise, um, Cap, thanks thanks again, as always. Um, of course, Todd. And uh, enjoy the Players' Championship, the fifth major. And as always, <laughs> as always, pick them pure. <laughs>